Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. Hi everyone, it's Tuesday, June 29th, and we are recording Chapman Chats remotely. We are almost in July. It's crazy that we are still recording remotely, but hopefully we'll be in person very soon. My name is Tanaz Norian, and I will be your host today. On this season of Chapman Chats, we will be highlighting a day in the life of our students. With that said, I'm very excited to introduce our guest today, Bree. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are looking forward to learning more about your role as a resident advisor at Chapman. So Bree, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, Tanaz. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so I am going to be a senior this year. This is my third year being a resident advisor. And this year, I'm actually a lead resident advisor in Chapman Grand. It's my third year um, in Chapman Grand, actually. So it's really exciting stuff. I am an English literature and rhetorical studies major and a secondary education minor. And then I'm doing a four plus one program um, to get my master's in curriculum and instruction. So it's kind of a mouthful, but I love it. It's super exciting. And I guess a fun fact about me is um, I am a party princess on the side. A party princess? <laughs> a party princess. I get to dress up in pretty Disney gowns and sing with kids and read stories and everything. So it's super fun. That is so <laughs> cool. What princess are you or princesses are you? I am a handful like Ariel, Rapunzel, Cinderella, Tinkerbell. You know, you just throw them all in there and <laughs> I'll do it. Give me the wig, the costume. <laughs> that is so cool. I'm Yeah, it's so exciting. It's literally my dream. That, that's amazing. Do you want to be a Disney princess on their, you know, on their parks? Oh, I would love to. I've been to one audition when I just turned 18, and that was like pre-glow up era. So I kind of want to go back and see if I could actually like get through the entire audition process and everything, but oh, we'll see. My <laughs> goodness, Brie, that is way too cool. If anyone needs a party princess, please reach out to Brie. Um, but Brie, do you have a favorite princess? I have to ask. I do have a favorite princess. It's Cinderella. Although I think my personality is more like Rapunzel, but we're striving to become Cinderella, you know? That's like the, the end goal. The evolved Brie will be Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella is definitely a favorite for our Chapman Chats listeners. My favorite Disney princess <laughs> is Ariel. I know nobody asked, oh, but sweet. I, just... I was just about to ask you. So perfect timing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that is an amazing fun fact. Um, before we kind of dive into our, you know, next questions, Brie, I kind of want to learn more about what a lead advisor does. So tell us about your role as a lead advisor. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is going to be my first year as a lead resident advisor, so I'm still kind of new to the role too, but um, I've had some wonderful mentors that I've worked with before in my past um, 
resident advisor, staff families, and basically the lead is kind of in charge of all the other RAs, um, and they basically, you know, create scheduling, they're there for, like, emotional support and advice for the RAs, especially those first-year RAs that are just coming in, because there's a lot to the job, there's a lot of responsibilities, so it's really nice to have someone who you can rely on and ask questions to, and they, the resident lead resident advisors also are in charge of um, running community council in the building. So that's a way for residents to become involved in some leadership positions in whatever building they live in and put on some events, um, do some um, almost like community service if they want to. I know we've had clothing drives and food drives. We've had midnight breakfast at our own buildings and things like that. Um, so it's kind of like a UPB thing, but for residential communities. And it's really exciting. And the lead resident advisor works with them and helps them budget and um, show them kind of like, we can do this, we can't do this, this is how we do this, this is the protocol for this. So we're kind of like a walking encyclopedia for Residence Live because most of us have been doing it for two to three years. So we kind of know the ropes. Right. Well, congratulations on becoming a lead Thank resident you. advisor. I'm sure you're going to be amazing. Um, Maybe, you know, you'll you'll do some programming as a party princess. I think that would be Oh, yeah, that cool. would be great. If I could come in in my aerial costume and just sing to people. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us what the grand apartments are for our listeners? They might not be aware of what those are. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Chapman Grand is probably, in my opinion, it's one of the nicest buildings you can live in. Um, in Chapman Housing. It's an off-campus um, apartment complex for upperclassmen, so for our sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Um, there's mostly sophomores in the building and a couple juniors, and then a lot of the times residents' life encourages seniors to live off of campus, so they get that experience of what's it like to have a lease and sign to an apartment and what kind of things are you going to need to know when you move out of college and, you know, transition into your real adult life, not just adult life in college. Um, but they're just these beautiful apartments. Um, you can get anything from a studio to a three bedroom. So that's anywhere from, you know, living by yourself to having six people in a whole apartment complex. There's townhomes, all sorts of stuff. And there's also a lot of really cool things to do in the building. So there's like a gym, there's a pool, um, there's a conference room. And it's just, it's so exciting. I love it. It's like being in your own little world and you're in a Chapman community, but you're not on campus. You're just with a bunch of Chapman students. And a lot of the times you're not going to have that opportunity to live right next to people your age and get to know people and hang out with them and, you know, go in the hot tub and, you know, do whatever you want um, on a school day. And it's super exciting. Um, and I highly recommend living in Chapman Grand. <laughs> it is it is just so beautiful, so worth it. You're right next to Disneyland. There's tons of food options. There's a 7-Eleven across the street if you ever need anything. It's just Perfect location, amazing, I love it. Beautiful apartments, and they come fully furnished. So you're like saving money in that department too. <laughs> Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now back to Chapman Chats. Right, I remember checking out the grand apartments a year ago 
and they are beautiful. The gym, the pools that you mentioned, the stainless steel appliances. Oh my gosh. Having your own washer and dryer too. It's the best thing ever. You don't have to pay for your laundry. I love it. <laughs> and you don't have to leave. Exactly. You know, oh my gosh. Have- Literally the bag, the heavy bag full of clothes. <laughs> waiting for the washing cycle to end and people take your clothes out like it's just so nice to do it all in your own home right that is such a game changer well thank you for giving us some insight of what the grand apartments are and where you will be a resident advisor um something about chapman students is they you know are involved in so much and you know it already sounds like you are involved in so much taking on a four plus one um you know, being a resident advisor, having another job. So tell us what you are involved in on campus. I am involved in a lot of things on campus. It's really exciting. Um, My main thing that I'm involved in, obviously, is residence life. That's a huge responsibility, a lot of hours, um, a lot of time commitment. Um, However, I am on the board of Chapman Marauders, which is the Harry Potter Club on campus. And it's so exciting. I love it. It's just it's the best thing ever. We have PowerPoint parties and presentations, and we talk about um, Harry Potter through like a critical lens. Um, and we do a lot of things like color theory, queer theory. Um, we have a Yule Ball going on this year. Um, we used to have Quidditch. Sometimes we'll play like Quidditch games. It's just super fun, really exciting stuff. I also on campus um, and really involved academically. So in a lot of my education classes, they'll require you to do field work. So I'll go out to different schools um, and kind of observe the classrooms, look at the way teachers choose different teaching philosophies and pedagogies to implement in their classroom and see how it works in real life and, you know, how the students respond to it. So a lot of fieldwork stuff. Uh, I also did the Student Scholar Symposium, which is amazing. It's so, it's like so exciting to have a professor who invests in you and helps you do your research and helps you, you know, prepare this project that you present to a bunch of Chapman faculty and students. Usually it's in person, but (laughs) it was so cool cool to have like my friends come by and see me and my family and talk about the things I'm learning in school because a lot of times you don't get that in college and you know it's fun to you know show everyone else look I did this research project and people care about it and people invested time into it and um all of that and then I do everything like literally you name it I'm probably (laughs) I'm probably doing it um but I think my last big thing is I'm an avid tutor at Orange High School, um, and this is my fourth year doing avid tutoring, and I want to be a high school English teacher, so it's a perfect job. I just walk across the street from Chapman, and <laughs> I'm already at work, and uh, a lot of Chapman students actually work that job, too, so I've got to meet a lot of cool people, other resident advisors who I've carpooled with to work, um, and just have so much fun in the classroom with kids, and you know, practice my teaching skills (laughs) and what I want to be as a teacher, what I don't want to do and create relationships with kids and understand how important my role as a teacher is going to be in their lives and how transformative it can be and what an amazing support system you can be for students who don't have parents at home who are homeless who some of them are living in cars it's just it's a really humbling experience and I've learned a lot of like humility through it 
Wow, Bree, you are going to be an amazing teacher and you're, you're involved in so much. It's so incredible. I know that being a resident advisor alone is such a large task and you've found so many different places on campus, which is really awesome. So how do you organize it all? Yeah, it's, I mean, you definitely have to pick and choose what works for you. Like when I was a freshman, I really wanted to be a part of, you know, so many other clubs and so many other things. Um, But realistically, that can't happen. You need to really prioritize what's important to you. So I have my little agenda and I literally like designate times for everything. And um, I'm a very forgetful person too. So I have to write everything down. Even if I'm like meeting a friend for coffee, I'm like, I am meeting this person at 10 o'clock at this place. I need to be here. Um, And I think being an RA actually has taught me the most about time management because there's deadlines, there's things you need to get done. If you procrastinate, like it's a terrible, terrible thing. Like I, I, something that I've learned from being a resident advisor is to not procrastinate because the time I spend worrying about something I have due could literally just be done earlier. And then I have an open mind, I can focus so much time and energy into other things. Um, so I've gotten really good at not procrastinating on things, just getting stuff done and putting it in. And obviously that applies to my school life too. I've been um, a lot more diligent in my homework and my assignments and things like that. And my grades have gone up too. So this job has literally like, <laughs> it's improved me so much. Like I'm really evolving into a very mature version of myself, high school me, could never. She (laughs) was, you know, lost. She was not good at getting things done, you know, remembering things. Um, But, you know, being organized and having deadlines and having also, you know, the support systems in residence life, like our supervisors and our resident directors who are there to support us and, you know, help us with anything we need help with. And I've also learned to, it's okay to say like, I can't do this right now. I need help. I need someone to work on this with me collaboratively so we can get it done faster. Or I need someone else to take on this responsibility for X, Y, and Z. And it's really helped me um, know my own strengths and also meet other people and collaborate with what they're good at and things that I never would have thought of by myself. You know, having other people's talents and strengths and coming together to create just things that are so much better than I could have ever imagined. Right. That was really great advice, Brie. Instead of spending the time worrying about submitting something and procrastinating, just use the time to do it. Yes. That is really (laughs) great advice that I resonate with so much. It helps so so much. Yeah. And writing things down and staying organized that way. My calendar is my life too, so I totally understand it. Outlook calendar is my best friend. Exactly. Because <laughs> you get the alerts for it and you check things off. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. There's something about checking things off, I think, that is so satisfying. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, honestly, checking things off a to-do list is like ASMR for me. Like, it's <laughs> the best thing ever. So what would you say is the highlight of being a resident advisor on campus? Oh, my gosh. This is so... Uh, this is so hard because there's so many good things about it. Um, 
And I, I love creating relationships with um, people on campus and my residents and just getting to know a bunch of strangers and seeing what kind of things they bring to the campus and, and their different viewpoints on stuff. But I think the best part is probably the other RAs. They're just so amazing, beautiful people. They are very charismatic, very endearing. Um, a lot of the times you'll hear that RAs have a certain like personality type and it's kind of true. A lot of the RAs you meet, you know, are very, although all of us are very different, you can see that all of us have very similar values and we all um, get along very well because we value creating connections with other people. So the connections I create with these people are just very meaningful. They're super deep. We, I'm able to talk about like anything with these people and they understand, they go through the same stuff, they're, you know, in the same boat as you, and they're doing the same things, and you can complain about things together, and, you know, collaborate on things, and it's just so much fun. I've met so many amazing driven people through residence life, and seeing them now do really cool stuff is amazing. Like, I know some of my past RA graduates have um, just shot a Nike commercial with Literally, like, someone was, like, the producer of the Nike commercial, and then another RA was, like, the dancer in the Nike commercial, and, wow. yeah, and other people, you know, are becoming teachers and having their own classroom and having families and things like that, and you could just, like, see that the Residence Life program really just creates awesome leadership in the people who go through the program and it's really fun to see people evolve too especially like the people who I've been working with for two three years who have been on the same journey as me it's really awesome to see where we started and where we are now and how um, much maturity has been implemented into us and how we approach situations and other people and I think it's just it's an amazing amazing program that if you feel you're built up to be an RA, I think it's definitely something that you should do because it's just so many, I keep saying awesome and amazing and everything, but like there's no words for it. It's just the experience is inexplicable. It's awesome. And like just having a built-in support system is 100% during college because college is a really hard time for some people and there's going to be things that happen, but these people are always here for you. That's awesome, Brie. So what was the process of becoming an RA like for you? Or in general, I get this question a lot. So <laughs> It's quite a process. It's um, very in-depth, but it's very doable. It's not like one of those jobs where like, you know, you're in the process for four or five months and then they don't hire you at the end. It's very um, straightforward. So initially, if you're going to be an RA, you fill out kind of a basic form where it's like, you know, your major, your minor, your GPA, um, what things you're involved in on campus, um, why you want to be an RA, what being an RA means to you, how you um, handle hard situations, how you um, lead other people, what's your leadership style, things like that. Um, and you kind of fill that out and turn it in and then you send it in with your resume. And they'll do a preliminary kind of um, assessment and just make sure that the people that um, – they're giving interviews to are people who they think would be good candidates who share similar values that residence life shares. Um, and I think a really good tip 
um, if you want to be an RA, is to read the Residence Life mission statement and see if any of that resonates with you and see if, you know, their mission statement is something that you believe in and something that you're passionate about. Um, that's a really good way to tell if you should do that kind of like preliminary, you know, RA application, turn it in. Then from there, if you're selected through this process, they'll give you an interview. So if you're a first year RA, it's a little bit different um, than if you're a returning RA. So you get two interviews back to back. They're each 30 minutes and they ask you different questions. So um, I'm not allowed to say like the questions they ask, but it's basic like RA questions that you'll you'll get, you know, and, and basic job interview questions. A lot of the questions you're asked in any like um, career or, um, you know, specialized job are a lot of the same questions you'll get in this interview. Um, my interview at Orange Unified School District was almost identical to my RA interview. <laughs> um, so, you know, you go through the interview process and then from there, um, this is for first years or people applying to be a first year RA, um, the residence life team will deliberate. Our professional staff meets up and they all talk about it and look at everyone's interviews and their resumes and the things they um, said. Your answers are recorded on a piece of paper in your interview, so they have those on file. And then from there, if they decide they want you, they'll send you an email saying, congratulations, you've been selected to be an RA. And then we have like an orientation with returning RAs. They can ask questions. It's kind of a basic, um, you know, this is what it's like to be an RA 101. If you want to sign up, please do. If you don't, that's okay. We have a waiting list of people who we can pull from. And it's it's a intensive process, but if, you know, like I said, if you're really passionate about it and really um, just ready to take on, you know, the job, uh, chances are you'll be hired. Because we can really see that passion and that fire, the desire for um, wanting to be an RA in an interview. It really comes across as opposed to people who just want free housing and a meal plan. And the process for returning RAs is a little bit different. Um, for second year RAs, you turn in like a project. Um, so you have like different kinds of um, projects you can um, create and turn in and you present that to the professional staff and you talk about it for an hour and you kind of have an interview and it talks about, you know, what things have you learned from being an RA, you know, how do you think it's going to change, how do you think you're going to develop, things like that. Um, and it's a little more detailed because you've already been through the job. And then your third year <laughs> interview is kind of more focused on how is this job going to help you in your future job, you know, endeavors? And what is this job being here a third year? Because you've already been here for two years. You know how to do everything, you know? How is this really going to help you transform and develop in the real world? And how are you going to use this in what your career aspirations are? And then um, a lot of the times you'll see third year RAs also become lead RAs. They'll apply to be lead RAs and that's a whole separate application um, and process and you have a different interview for that too that's similar to um, those first year interviews where you're asked questions but they're pertain to the lead position. No, well there, there seems to be a different process each year 
So that's something important to keep in mind. I think for our audience, all they should focus on right now is the process for a first year RA, but it's good to keep in mind that there is a different process each year, but we will cross that bridge when we get there. So kind of to shift gears right now, Brie, um, why did you decide to attend Chapman? I know you're coming into your senior year and this might be something that is a little bit far removed just being here for a while, but why did you ultimately decide to attend Chapman? I love this question, Tanaz. I'm so glad you asked this question because nobody asked me this question and I have a really unique, interesting story actually. Um, So my grandma actually went to Chapman in the 80s. She went back to school to get her degree. So she got her um, her BS in like health science or something because uh, she was a nurse. And then my mom went to Chapman for her master's to become a marriage and family therapist. Um, so I kind of grew up on the campus and we would go to different events at Chapman. Like we would see the symphony play or we would go to, you know, um, the festivals they would have. I had, um, one of my really good friends growing up in high school, he, um, was Vietnamese and he would take me to like the Vietnamese festival at Chapman. And I just went to like so many cool events on the campus and I really had a good grasp of what the campus culture was like, um, the kind of students who go here, um, the professors, and how just friendly everyone was, how connected everyone was. And I really loved that in a school because Chapman's big enough to always meet someone new, but small enough to always see familiar faces and always know someone walking down the hall. And I love that so much because it feels like the opportunities there are waiting for you. And Chapman talks about like Finestra and the window of opportunity. And like, I can't think of like a better mascot to represent Chapman like that. It makes so much sense. And it sounds so cheesy. And so just like cliche, but it really is true. And I think when I was applying to colleges, I was applying to a lot of schools that were kind of like Chapman um, and, you know, small private universities and then, you know, sprinkle in a couple of UCs or Cal States, whatever. (laughs) But Chapman just, everyone was so engaged and passionate and creative about everything. And I remember doing my admissions interview at Chapman and they asked me, like, how would you describe Chapman in one word? And I said creative because everyone here, you could just see how much creativity and passion and fire exudes from everyone, no matter what they're doing, no matter their walk of life. And I think that's so amazing to have in a school. It's something I didn't see in other schools. Um, And, you know, even though I was really worried about Chapman, like, because it was so expensive, I was like, am I going to be able to afford it? Am I able, you know, to... Um, have the financial help that I need, um, I was able to get that, you know, through being a legacy student and, you know, Pell Grants, Pell Grants, you know, all that stuff. It really helped Chapman become tangible for me. Um, And then I decided to um, commit to Chapman, go Chapman, and I've loved every single second of it. (laughs) It's so amazing. I'm so happy you found your home here. And I'm, I'm so upset no one's asked you that before because you do have an incredible story. And I'm really happy that, you know, you, your grandma went here in the 80s and you were able to learn a little bit more about that through your grandma and your mom. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's really cool because my grandma actually passed away my first year of, um, you know, going to chat my freshman year of Chapman. Um, and it's really cool because I'll, um, I, I like believe that she like transformed into like a butterfly, like reincarnated into a monarch butterfly. And on all, like every, ever since she passed on both of my first days, there's been a monarch butterfly that's literally landed like on my arm at Chapman. Like whenever I have something big, like my first day, I remember like there was like an incident, like at finals, I saw a monarch butterfly and it like landed right in front of me. So I think it's so cool that I feel like Chapman is literally my home. I've literally grown up here and have family members who have, you know, gone through their programs. I feel so at home and that I really belong here. I just got the chills. That is, that's so beautiful. I'm so sorry to hear about that, but that is (laughs) such a sign. That is so cool. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) So we're going to kind of end it off here, Brie. Any advice to incoming students? Yes, I think to any incoming Chapman students, I would just say, you know, find your niche. Just find what you like, find what makes you passionate, because that's going to be what makes college such an amazing experience. Be involved in something. I like it doesn't matter what it is. It could be as nerdy as Harry Potter Club or, you know, as cool as like, I don't know, doing lacrosse. That's what my <laughs> my freshman year roommate did. She was so good at lacrosse and all the lacrosse people were so cool. I wanted to be just like them. Uh, but, you know, just finding something because you're going to find your people. You're going to find what um, makes you want to go to school and what makes you want to be involved and continue to be at Chapman and put everything into your college experience. And it's just it's such an amazing experience and you really need to take advantage of it. It's too expensive not to take advantage of. So, you know, just be yourself, be passionate, find what you love and do it. I love that. That is some great advice. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Thank you, Brie, for joining us today. You gave some amazing insight and advice for everyone out there listening to Chapman Chats. Make sure to check Uh, Make sure to connect with us and check out all of the virtual opportunities that we are offering to Discover Chapman. But thank you, Brie, for being here. It was such a wonderful time connecting with you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tanaz. I had so much fun during this interview. I'm sorry I rambled a lot, but I loved talking about everything and, you know, connecting. And I think it's so awesome that you're doing this for Chapman students because I would have loved to listen to this when I was a freshman. Oh, thanks, Brie. I really enjoyed having you and Hopefully, we'll see you very soon on campus. Absolutely. You'll see me around. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.